This is East Carolina Offensive Coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick. We are talking one of my favorite things, Pirate Football, on the Sports Objective, the official, unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Where it is a first down. Pirates. What is going on, Pirate Nation? We appreciate everyone tuning in whenever and however you're listening, whether it's right now live on YouTube, Facebook, or on Twitter, or archived on any of those platforms, or obviously anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Last night, we had an excellent show talking Crew 22, uh, and obviously that is the 2022 East Carolina football signing class. We caught up with about half of those signees last night, and I'm catching up with another one right now. But before we welcome him in the show, uh, let me welcome in my co-host, Matt Semenza. Matt, how are you? Bubba, what's going on, man? Uh, uh, excited to be here again today. And last night we had a tremendous show, tr- absolutely tremendous show. Uh, so many people tuned in, and, and we had a huge following. Um, really excited about this class and and. You know, right now I'm really excited to meet with Sam Donka. Uh, you know, I've had a chance to to break down uh, Sam some some of Sam's film on Huddle, and uh, just really impressed with you know what I see and the versatility that you're going to bring to the table. Yeah, no doubt about it, Matt. Um, you know, when you when you look at Sam, you know he's certainly a very skilled and a talented athlete and a, very excited that he's a pirate and look forward to him wearing the purple and gold over the next several years uh, but sam we appreciate your time this afternoon welcome into the show thank you for having me absolutely uh so just take us back and tell us a little about your high school career and obviously most recently you were at fork union military up in virginia so just tell us uh, about your career as a football player and then your recruitment east carolina well, um, I really started playing football, I want to say, about my freshman, sophomore year. Like, like actually, like, getting some playing time and stuff like that. So, early on in my high school career, I was I was a cornerback. Small, corner, physical, of course. And, um, yeah, just like that, kind of just playing corner. Probably my junior year and getting all-state honors and stuff like that uh, helped out with my recruiting, getting coaches to contact me and stuff. Um. And, you know, I struggled early on in the classroom. I, I was able to pick that up and fix it, of course. So that, that definitely played a, a part of my recruiting. But um, so next year, we lose about eight players on defense. And it was just like my coach was just like, hey, man, you think you could play a lot of positions? And, I mean, I, I told him I could do whatever is best, whatever is best with you. So came out, I played safety. Then I was also I was like a hybrid kind of so, just like um, blitzing, playing in coverage, just just doing a whole lot of stuff. I think that helps me out with just being a versatile athlete and stuff like that. Went to states, we lost my senior year, but we had won my junior year, and I I was committed to Virginia Tech. I decided to go to Fort Union and take a prep year because I believed I was a scholarship guy. So. Yeah, so, you know, as you take a look at your recruitment, tell us about you know, your relationship that you developed with East Carolina head coach Mike Houston and then on which member of the Pirate 
staff on what's handling your recruitment in that area? Yeah, uh, Coach Scott recruited me at Fort Union and stuff. He also recruited me back when he was head coach at Norfolk State. So I, I got a he had offered me a scholarship back then. So I had a, already had a previous relationship with him. And then with Coach uh, Drew Dudzik, I mean, I've known Coach Dudzik for quite a while now. I guess my high school coach was his high school coach back in the day. So he would come in, check in the high school and all that stuff. and just having like simple conversations with my coach. So I was able to build a relationship with him just running into the coach's office or something like that. So I was able to build a relationship with him. And then Coach Houston, man. That's that's my that's my guy. I'm not gonna lie. I, I like talking to him. We've we've been able to build a relationship. You know, he's a busy man, but um, whenever there's time to talk, he'll always shoot me a call or something. So, uh, Sam, uh, just checking out your profile. Uh, you know, it shows that you're six four, about like two hundred and twenty pounds. Is that is that accurate? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that really stands out on film, like I mentioned prior to the show beginning is, you know, I think, you know, your height, uh, I think you have a, a great frame that you're going to continue to grow into and, and the versatility, you know, I mean, I see that it looks like, um, you know, you've been playing, you know, quite a bit in space where you're lined up over the slot receiver and you have the ability to, to drop back in coverage. And then, you know, also the ability to walk down over the, you know, the tight end or, or, or come off the edge. So, um, you know, I think that versatility will, will serve you really well in this, in this scheme here. Um, talk to me a little bit about, you know, your conversations with, with coach Blake Harrell, the defensive coordinator and, and just how he sees you fitting into this scheme. I mean, kind of similar. I mean, just like, this, this, honestly, this game's the best fit for me out of all the schools that recruited me. And, you know, I just like how they're very physical and aggressive, like everywhere up front in the secondary, like it's all, it's all attack mode. And I think that's just like, that's what I want in a program. And um, just the conversations with them is just like, man, like they're going to do a lot of things with me, whether it's putting me down up on the line and blitzing, dropping in coverage. Like, man, it it doesn't matter, man. Like, they're willing to do a lot with me, and I think I'm ready for it. So. Now, Matt, um, and Sam, you can probably relate to this as well, being that it's a current Pirate, but I, I think Matt, one of the probably most comparable guys on the current roster to the role Sam would have would maybe, maybe be a guy like Jaira Wilson. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, Bob. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Uh, similar type frame. Um, uh, you know, Sam, you might be a little bit taller, um, but very similar build and, and skill set on the field. And, it, and again, like in this day and age, in 2021, when you look at defense, um, it's it really is all about versatility. And, and you hear that word hybrid pop up a lot. And, you know, you see guys now, it's – you have to be able to cover. You have to be able to play in space, but you also have to be able to walk down and play physical on the line of scrimmage. And um, sure. but one thing I noticed about you, Sam, is is you definitely like to bring the wood, which which I certainly appreciate. Um, yes, you are sir. not a guy that shies away from contact. So, <laughs> where, where does that come from, Sam? Oh, uh, I guess just being hard headed as a kid. I don't know. I mean, playing outside, just like I don't know. I just I. I don't know, honestly. I mean, I'd, I'd get hurt, like, as a kid, but I'd just get back up. I mean, 
there's one story I probably was like in the second, third grade, I'm playing tag or something. And I turn left and I run into a pool. And there's like gushing blood just coming out of like my like eyebrow and all that. I split my eyebrow, how to get stitches. I mean, and I got up and I was just like, like, I'm trying to play. They're like, nah, we got to take you to the hospital. I'm, I was still trying to play. So, I mean, I guess just like not being afraid, just ready. And then high school coaches, you know, just being relentless. Like that was our motive, our motto, our motto for defense, just being relentless and giving your all. So I think that that helps me out a bit. Now, saying the physical style of play that Mike Houston and his staff, you know, preach and, and it's something that has really been embraced and, um, and you know, come an awfully long way in the last three years. But as you take a look at it, uh, I heard a member of the local media, you know, that handles the video side of things, you know, putting together highlight videos and things of that nature, just saying before how hard it was to, to put together anything as far as big hits and that they could go through a whole season and you struggle to find many hard hits. And now they can get as many in, in one, maybe two games as they would out mm -hmm. of 12 games. Yeah. But I mean, um, go ahead. I, I just I just like hitting, honestly. I just like hitting. That's that's just my best way to say it. I just like hitting, man. So um, you know, refresh Pirate Nation. Uh, I remember reading it when you know, when when you were going through the process. But um, just talk about and you you talked about your recruitment as far as which coach was handling it, but. One of the big selling points for East Carolina is our fan base. So just talk about, you know, getting on campus, seeing a beautiful campus and and uh, being able to uh, see what Pirate Nation brings to the table. Oh, yeah. I mean, my fan base is like that's 11 out of 10. I'm not going to lie. So before I got a scholarship, I think I was coming. It might have been the Tulane game that I came up and um. Like, I'm not even on scholar. I didn't get a – I didn't. I haven't received an offer yet or none of that, and I'm just, like, walking to the stadium, walking to the, uh, the athletic department, get my name tag and stuff like that. And while I'm walking, I guess we're crossing through the tailgate, and, like, fans are just, like, cheering us on and just, like, like just making us already feel at home. And they're just, like, offering us food and all kinds of stuff. And, I mean, like, we started playing a – just playing the little horseshoe game or whatever, where you got to throw it on the little thing, on the little metal rod or whatever. I was playing that game with them and then headed up into the what you call, into the athletic facility. I mean, yeah, the fan fan base is like, it's incredible. And then um, I was there on my, uh, the blackout now, the Cincinnati game, the day after Thanksgiving, literally the day after Thanksgiving, I'm just seeing this, like the stadium packed out. And I'm just like, man, these fans could be at home with their family. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and they decided to come watch ECU football. So I like that. It's a small town, and they're all about ECU football. Yeah, no doubt. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to agree with Sam, and I, I just I just want to, you know, continue. I, I love the the excitement, the enthusiasm, and, and you're 100% right. Uh, you're going to love playing football in this town, Sam. I mean – the, the nice thing about Greenville is the town literally revolves around East Carolina football specifically mm -hmm. and, and baseball too, and, and basketball. I mean, all the sports, but 
it revolves around the university and uh, it is just a great college town. It's a unique atmosphere. And um, I, I think you're going to have a tremendous experience here um, without question. So, you know, with that said, Sam, I wanted to ask you, have you had a chance to check out some of your other, uh, you know, future defensive teammates here on film guys like, uh, you know, Zakai Barker, have you had a chance to watch any of them yet? Um, in this recruiting class with me? Yes. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple of their uh, highlights. I mean, their role, like Marlon, I was just watching because I was in the podcast with him uh, about last week. I mean, that boy is a physical runner. Defensively, I've seen uh, what you call the Kyle Barker. Yeah, that boy. That boy knows how to hit. That boy knows how to hit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But that's why I asked you specifically about him because when I watch both of you guys, I, you know, uh, very different frames. Um, he's he's a He's a shorter body type, stockier, mm-hmm. whereas you're you're a lengthy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you both, it really jumped out to me. You both like to bring the wood. You both run to the ball uh, and finish tackles, um, yes, which 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 I really like. So I, I could see the two of you guys, uh, and, and obviously all the other guys too. But I could see the two of you guys having a, a great future here at ECU. Yes, sir. Now, Sam, before we uh, you know dive a little bit deeper into some other topics. So you touched on your recruitment. Um, you talked about committing to Virginia Tech and coming out of high school uh, before mm-hmm. before going to Fork Union. What other programs in addition to East Carolina did you consider? Um, out of high school, I was possibly – I was really just about – I was thinking about Fork Union or going to Juco. I mean, COVID hit. Not too many scholarships out to give. Got for, for, for a walk on took it to tech and then thought about it again like man is this what I want to do like I said I started looking into JUCOs and like prep schools and I was like man I don't want to touch your eligibility so uh, my guy coach Peterson locked me in with um he locked me in with Fork Union I got connected with them and then just out from there I mean recruiting started to pick up EC was the first school to offer me which I really took into consideration I thought about that they weren't they weren't they weren't the first school to like be afraid and pull the trigger on me or none of that stuff. I mean, other schools started coming along. I started building relationships with them, but from the moment they offered me, I just I knew it was home because you're not the, you weren't afraid to like offer me. After all, I've gone through and recruiting and all that stuff. Not the first school to jump on me. Not the first school to be afraid and jump on me. I mean, that that took a lot. Now, Sam, from a recruit's perspective, uh, talk about uh, you know your, your perception of the American Athletic Conference. Um, obviously, you have Cincinnati. Yes, here in the, the next year or two, they're moving to the Big Twelve, but mm-hmm. uh, but Cincinnati busted down that uh, you know glass ceiling, so to speak, and is in the college football playoff in the semifinal in the Cotton Bowl against Alabama. So, yeah. what are your what what are your thoughts on? Uh, coming into a league like the American and just obviously that that shows that if East Carolina continues to develop as a program like we plan to that uh, we can play in New Year's six bowl games and maybe even get into the college football playoff oh yeah most definitely I mean I think the American conference is one of the best group of five conference out there I mean you see Cincinnati competing with these power five schools and they're ready to play with them ECU played them and unfortunately they lost but it wasn't a bad loss. Like, it was just little mistakes that could have prevented the loss. And, I mean, 
just bringing in this class, like I think we could do something great here. Now, Sam, you talk about beginning your football career, you know, relatively late compared to most um, there once you got to high school. You know, tell mm-hmm. us a little about your, uh, you know, your family's background and uh, so forth and, you know, your family's heritage and, and then also, you know, some of your interest uh, away from the football field. Oh, uh, I mean, my family, they moved. I don't honestly, I don't know exactly when they moved over here, but my my mom and dad, they moved to America. They're originally from Ghana, West Africa. They moved over here. So my older brother and the rest of my siblings can honestly have like a better living and better lifestyle. Of course, like education and all that stuff is like the best out here compared to what it is back at home. So, I mean. Just them moving here, sacrificing a lot just to give us a, a great opportunity. I thought I could do my best and just using my blessings, my gift that God gave me. And that's cool. Parents don't have to pay for any sort of education. So, I mean, yeah. That's fantastic. I, You know, I love to hear stories like that, Sam. <clears throat> really what it is, it's the American dream, right? And, uh, you know, so, so happy for your family and, um, you know, I, I I was curious. Are Sam? Were you were you the type of uh, guy that um, were you always on the taller end, or were you kind of a late bloomer where you kind of shot up uh, at a certain point in high school? Uh, yeah, probably high school, middle school, high school. So I want to say eighth grade. I was probably like five three, five two. I was short, and then I want to say going into my freshman year, like that spring summer, I grew about like seven eight inches i wow. went up to like six one or something yeah that was crazy my doctor was like she's never seen anything like that and then you know my family like i'm the tallest in the tree for as long as i know like i i, I don't know how tall my grandpa or my uncles are but i know that like with my immediate family home right now and all that stuff i'm the tallest in the tree like my dad's like five six mom's probably like five seven five eight probably the tallest i think it's probably my oldest brother but he's like six foot maybe so i mean i don't know where the height came from i guess just a blessing now sam in addition to football uh what other sports if any did you play uh i didn't really take any of these sports serious i guess I mean, track I ran probably my sophomore year. I stopped focused on football. Played basketball sophomore and senior year. I stopped. I really stopped playing sports after my sophomore year just to focus on football, though. Uh, senior year, I also um, played lacrosse, just something to try out, something to just mess around and have fun with. And it turned out I wasn't actually as bad for someone that's never picked up a, a lacrosse stick before. Played D-Midi. And I was all right. Yeah, yeah. Lacrosse is definitely an entertaining game to watch, and uh, my high school didn't have it. Uh, you know, when I was there, uh, I guess they they got a program within the last ten years. But mm-hmm. I, I think uh, if if it had been around, it's something I'd have been interested in because you, you definitely have some contact, and it's a fast paced yeah, game. Yeah, physical for sure. But uh, you know, outside of sports, uh, you know, what are some of your interests when you're when you're not working out, not getting ready to play a football game and working on your craft there, what are some 
other things that you enjoy doing? I used to I used to go fishing with my boy. Uh, I mean, I, like he was my one of my close friends who took me fishing for the first time. I mean, I actually enjoyed that. I think that's very peaceful, and there's some some I could just sit back and relax and just enjoy the view and stuff like that. I'm not really good at catching fishes, but I think the only fish I probably ever caught was a cat, a cat, a catfish, maybe. Yeah, but a decent sized one. Yeah, on your visit, I don't know if you had an opportunity to meet uh, current linebacker uh, Bruce Bivens, who's you know he's been in the program a long time, and unfortunately uh, you won't have the opportunity to play with him. But uh, Bruce, I remember hearing him say that you know he's a big fisherman. He just likes to lay back. Uh, you know, on on the beach and or by the by the pond, lake, whatever. You know, just yeah. enjoying just enjoying waiting on a bite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's that's very calm and peaceful. So I'm gonna just clear your mind. Well, I like to play with my niece. That's another thing I'd say. I got a four year old niece. She just be running around, so I'll be playing with her. Matt, do you have anything else to stamp? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, Sam, you know, you certainly no shortage of places to uh, to fish in eastern North Carolina. You can get out to the Outer Banks, you know, if and when you have a day off from football, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but uh, cer- certainly no shortage of places there. So I think I think you're going to be you're going to be very happy with your new home. Sure. Now, Sam, as we wrap this up, obviously here in um, I guess about a week from now. Uh, week, week from today, actually, as we're recording this on Monday, the 20th, the Pirates will be taking on Boston College in the mm-hmm. Military Bowl up at Navy Marine Corps Stadium. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts about that? And uh, obviously, it's a great opportunity for the program to get win number eight and beat an ACC opponent. I mean, like it shows, I mean, it's just like another, like, uh, accomplishment or goal. I mean, you come out, you're about to play an ACC school. Power five, power five uh, team, and just showing that someone in the American Conference can play and compete with them is is the next step in the future. Of course, you know. So I mean, I'm excited for that. It's not too far from home, so I'm thinking about maybe taking that hour drive to go check it out. Sounds good. We hopefully, hopefully, you'll be able to make it over to Annapolis, and I, I know yes, there will be. Um, Several thousand members of Pirate Nation, hopefully pushing at least eight, nine thousand, if not more, there, and uh, should be an excellent atmosphere. And and uh, we appreciate your time this afternoon. Look forward to catching up with you down the road. Thank you for having me. Thank All you. right, take care, Sam. Hey, Sam, great to meet you. Great to meet you. Wish you nothing but the best. Matt, uh, you know, very interesting conversation there. Uh, like so many of the ones, you know, we talked to last night. Uh, you can tell sharp student athlete that Mike Houston and the staff bringing into the program. But uh, you know, for go ahead. We, we had a little bit of a lag there. You're good. Obviously, man, got you now. Got you now. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, I continue to be impressed with with all these recruits, and you know, beyond the football ability, the, the character, um, the fact that these guys really want to be 
pirates, um, and, and they're and they're very well spoken. Um, so I, I just you know I remain very impressed with with, with this whole class, and um, you know kudos to uh, to the coaching staff for, for putting this together because you know like like Jay Sunhalter said last night. High school accomplishments are great, but when you arrive on campus, it's all about the work ethic. It's about the discipline. It's about how, how good you really want to be at the college level. So, um, you know, I, I, sky's the limit for these guys. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, college football, once you get to that point, I mean, you know, it's a full-time job and you have to really want to do it. And it's clear these young men have a passion for it. And, uh, Going to be interested to see how their their careers pan out over the next several years. But uh, before we wrap this up and get out of here, we'll plug some of our upcoming content. Um, on Tuesday night, we'll have a overtime for you as the Pirates will be taking on Southern Miss, a rare noon tip-off uh, at Williams Arena Menchie's Coliseum against Southern Miss. And uh, that was dictated by the Golden Eagles travel plans. And so East Carolina accommodating USM there allowing them to get back to Hattiesburg a little bit sooner. But uh, in addition to that, we'll also have a, a very interesting conversation with former Cincinnati head coach Rick Minner as we'll take a look at the Cotton Bowl, talk about the season that UC has had. Obviously, Coach Minner did a great job there back in the 90s, and uh, he has plugged back into that program. And, uh, you know, as you look at it, I think Cincinnati, last time I saw, was about a two-touchdown underdog or maybe a little bit more than that, to Bama here in uh, about a week and a half. But um, we'll have that conversation with Coach Minner, and then uh, we'll have more content headed your way later in the week uh, and before taking a break for Christmas and then resuming after Christmas with our coverage up in Annapolis. It's the entire sports objective team will be there for the uh, bowl game. Again, we see for Matt Semenza and, of course, Tatum Duncan. This is Bob Rosenbaum. You've been listening and watching the Sports Objective. Have a great one, everyone.